Sunday. Happy Sunday to you. Welcome to the Melanated Way. I'm Linda Antwi. Guys, this new spinoff of 90 Day Fiance is everything that I needed in my life. I was a little like wary about, you know, 90 Day Fiance, but listen, listen, y'all, listen. They brought it all the way back, all the way back to what we've known this show to be. It's a hot ass mess. It's a train wreck. It's all the things that we love. Um, so let's do a little bit of housekeeping first and then just jump right into it because there's just so, you guys, there's just so much. There's so much. Okay, uh, bottom of the screen where you can support the show. Uh, there's super chat, super stickers available. Please feel free to support that way as well. Shout out to Crystal and Megan and Hey Connie, all the things. Uh, we are covering 90 Day Fiance UK Season 1, Episode 1, In Love But We've Never Met. Facts. It's giving, sorry to the U.S. cast, your services are no longer needed. <laughs> hey, Christina. Hey, girl. Hey. Listen, you guys, this show was just, uh, I mean, there's too much going on here. I'm 100% here for it. 100% here for it. Okay. So we first meet Sean. Okay. Now Sean is a hot ass mess. You guys like a mess from just from the top of his rooter to his tutor, just a whole mess. Okay. It's 41 Botley, England. And he's in this relationship with this other crazy lady. Her name is Christine. And let me tell you, it's giving me David meets Lana meets any meets the new from Love and Paradise, uh, Abby, just scam vibes, scam vibes all across the board. But let's talk about him. So I'm sorry this picture is so small. I wish I could make it a bit bigger, but it's acting up. So <clears throat> Sean's 41. He's a cleaning manager at a supermarket. He lives in a one-bedroom flat, and uh, he's really lonely, you guys. He's been lonely, and he just feels lonely, and he's by himself. He's looking for love in all the wrong places. He mentions how he comes in, and sometimes he just talks to just the random objects in his apartment. So he'll say, hello, toaster. How are you doing? Because he's that lonely. He met Christine back in 2012 on social media, and she, he loves how quirky she is. Now, when they showed this scene, you guys, of Christine with her lipstick smeared all across her face, she had crazy hair bows all in her hair, around her neck, tied around her shirt. Uh, it was like a hot mess. And then I was like, are you wearing a garbage bag as an outfit? She had this two-piece Je ne sais quoi, like it was a skirt and a top and a halter, but it was made out of plastic or garbage bags or something. And like the root, like, can I go on the rouge on her cheeks? Like what is happening? She looked like a full on clown, a full on clown. She was doing this weird dance on top of a table. He loves it though. He loves her quirkiness. I thought it was a whole weird thing. Then immediately, not even five minutes into it, he's talking about sending money to her. She needs a new pair of sneakers. 
and he's just professing her lo- his love to her like oh i love you i love you so much he's like i don't love you and he's like well you'll love me tomorrow when i get paid i was like y'all are giving red flags in the first five minutes i've barely just gotten into this you guys are giving us red flags all across the board so he wants to apply for a visa for her to come to england She's from the Philippines. She, too, is also 41 years old. She lives with her parents. And Sean, okay, Sean, you guys, sends her 400 pounds a month, which is equivalent to, like, just roughly 500 U.S. dollars. 400 400 pounds a month, y'all, a month. He was like, over the eight years, I can't even add up how much that is. All he knows is it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. He leaves himself, you guys, with 50. $50, well, 50 quid, he said, <clears throat> which is about $60 US a month to live off of. So let me get this straight, Paul. Let me get this straight. You leave yourself with about 50 bucks or 60 bucks to live off for an entire month and you send the rest of the money after you've paid your bill to this woman who ain't anything but anything about anything. Are we serious? Okay. That's why you're lonely. You're lonely because you can't go out and afford to do stuff. Can't afford to go to the pub. Can't afford to go out to eat because you're sending all your money to this woman who literally said his support gives her financial freedom. Yeah, because he's paying for everyone in the house. He's paying for you, your mama, your daddy, and all the bunch of kids that you're toting behind you. Meanwhile, he's living in a one-bedroom flat by himself talking to his toaster. Gyrating for the camera in her clown garbage bags. <laughs> Those are facts, Megan. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Christina. Um, so Sean's parents, and listen, his mom is savage. One of the things that I've noticed about this series is that they don't give the names for all the supporting characters. So they didn't give... Sean's mom and dad's name, like there was no like title card or anything. We just know Mama Sean and Papa Sean. So it was a little bit weird that way. Um, Someone else in the chat said, yeah, Christina said the editing on this show is a little weird. They go a little bit back and forth, right? They go back and forth a lot with the couples. So you're not quite sure who you're going to see next. And because we're just getting introduced to everyone, I think maybe after this first episode, it will kind of balance out. That's my thought process. The other thing that is interesting, just speaking on the editing part, is that if you're anywhere outside of the UK, you only got one episode. So if you're in the US, you're in Canada, wherever, you got one episode, but it was an hour and a half long. But if you were in the UK, they dropped three episodes. What I think they're doing is those three episodes are going to be equivalent to episode one and two. So they get three episodes, three hours. We get two episodes, an hour and a half each. That's how I think they're breaking down the editing. And I guess it's because they're trying to stay the same as the 90-day regular series is in the U.S. and abroad. But the U.K. version is a little bit different because their series does, doesn't work like that. They have shorter series and shorter um, episodes. Okay, so that being said, Sean parents are super skeptical about Christine. They think she's using him for his money. Um, because they know that he's a generous person. He's a giver, a giver, a giver. And 
Sean gets a little bit irritated and he's like, you know what? Mind your business. The heart wants what the heart wants. Um, and with this couple, they've met in real life and they've met a few times. He's gone to the Philippines a few times. He's seen her. So they actually have like face-to-face time. So you all know how I feel about this. Like I'm in a relationship for a thousand years with someone I've never met in real life. I think it's ridiculous. I think you can't call it a real relationship, but they've met. And here's where the math is not mathing. Okay. Here's where the math is not mathing to me. Allegedly in 2018, they had their last greatest vacation together and Christine got pregnant. Okay. So she got pregnant. They showed the baby bump. Allegedly, Sean is the father. He meets the kid when the kid is two weeks old. Then he meets the kid again, six months old. Then he says, he, this, these are his words. He met the kid the, on his first birthday in 2018 in November. But then he goes on to say, but he's met him four times. Well, Two weeks old, six months old, Your first, his first birthday in November, that's three times. So when was the fourth time? Were you there for the birth? Because it sounds to me like you weren't there for the birth. It sounds to me like you got there two weeks after the kid was born. Now, here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy, okay? You got, you last saw the baby in 2018, your greatest vacation ever. And then... The baby allegedly was born in November of 2018. So you must have gone to the Philippines in the very beginning of the year and she immediately got pregnant. And then I just don't understand it because vacation. Okay. So January, 2018, November, 2018, you're saying is your baby's first birthday. That's 11 months. So She had to have gotten pregnant in the very, very beginning. Now, here's what made me crazy with the math, because I was like, "Mm, the math is not mathing here because his tattoo, he has a big ass tattoo on his arm that has her name or kid Christian. Christian, that's the kid's name. Christian's name right down his arm. And the date is May 11, 2018. Make that make sense to me. So was the baby born in May? Or was the baby first birthday in November, like you verbally said? And then the last time you saw Christine was in 2018? Where? Do you, do you hear me? This is, it doesn't make sense. And why doesn't it make sense? I'm going to tell you why it doesn't make sense. Because I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it on this very first episode. That is not his baby. That is not his baby. That is not his baby. Christine is pulling a full-on scam on him, a full-on scam because she wants a better life for herself and her kids. And guess what? Guess what? It's not just the one kid, but we'll talk about that shortly. (sighs) He hasn't seen his alleged son in two years right? The pandemic and all the things. Um, And his parents haven't met this alleged son as well. He feels sad about it. He starts crying, all the things. 
He goes to meet with his coworkers to talk about his feelings. We meet Jimmy and Daniel. And let me tell you something, you know, there is, I hate to say this, but there is that terrible, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The terrible stereotype, the stereo, terrible belief that a lot of British people have terrible teeth. Like that's just the thing that's out there. It, that's not coming from me specifically. It's just a thing that's out there. And when I say that I kind of noticed that this episode, I, I noticed it this episode. We met Snaggletooth Daniel that had like maybe one tooth in his mouth. And I was like, what what's happening? Where are his teeth? And why are his teeth looking like that? And why is he going to be... I can't concentrate on whatever you're saying. Even though what he was saying was making sense, he was supposed to be the logical one, but his teeth were like... Y'all, they were so crazy looking. I was like, what is happening? What is happening? <sighs> oh, Carol said, remember the, the dates in the UK start with the day, then the month. So Canada is like that too. And Carol, still the math is not mathing. The math is not mathing still, right? Because even if I look at what his... his 5 11 2018 that actually makes it worse because it goes may right it goes wait it goes wait oh 11 that's right the fifth day of november 2018 so then it brings it back to november which is possible i guess because then you know if he came in like literally if he came in january february <laughs> He could have a he could have a baby by the by November. <laughs> Still, I don't think that's his baby, Carol. I don't think that's his baby. Okay, so Daniel with the snaggle teeth is like you know. He said what I'm saying, just in case Christian is not your baby. You know, you want to be careful with all this money that you're sending over and making sure that you're not getting scammed. And Sean gets all like pissed off and like hoity-toity about it, says he doesn't need to have a DNA test. He knows that's his baby. Well, you don't know that that's your baby. You don't know that for a fact. You don't. Okay. You're clouded by the loneliness. So the loneliness is clouding all your judgment. You're sending all your money over and living off of $60 a month so that she can go and have financial freedom because that's your baby. Oh, and by the way, you're the stepfather. Well, you and you, you're not married. You're no one's stepfather yet. So all of a sudden now you're, you're supporting the whole family, Christine, make it make sense. Make it make sense. Hey, Olivia, she says, it's weird because it's free dental in the UK. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Are they not having enough days off? I don't know what's happening, but but something's happening with the whole teeth thing. I don't know what it is, but it's something. Crystal says, Sean knows in the back of his head that it isn't lining up. Otherwise, he wouldn't be so defensive. You adopted that family. So, 
Daniel's like, dude, just in case that's not your baby, you know, you got to chill out. And then his other friend, oh, excuse me, that wasn't Daniel. Jimmy is the one. Jimmy's the one with the snaggle tooth. Daniel's the one that looked like a meth head to me. I don't know what was happening with the sores, you guys. And I'm, I don't want to be a little bit of an asshole, but I'm going to be a little bit of an asshole because, you know, I'm watching all of these pandemics and stuff happening and there's now monkey pox and the monkey pox is all these weird like bumps on you. And it just, I get all freaked out. And then I see this guy and he's got like scabs on his arms and I'm like, Oh, you're, but what's happening here between the teeth and the scabs. It's a bit much for me. There's a lot going on. Daniel, Daniel doesn't say much. Jimmy does all the talking, but Jimmy has no teeth. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening at all. Hey, word nerd. So there's a lot going on with the two friends and Jimmy's his best friend. Daniel's his other friend, and those two had a lot going on. I'm sure we're going to be seeing a whole lot more of them, but it was a lot. Sean's like, listen, I know she loves me for me. I know she wants me for who I am. I'm like, Sean, stop it. Just stop it. Honestly, just stop it. Please, just stop it. Then we find out that Christine... And Christian, their alleged son, their visas got refused. Not just denied, but refused. And she says that it's a a problem with the statement of his bank account. And she's like, yeah, I received an email. Now, I don't know how visas work in the Philippines. I don't know how visas work in the the UK. But I'm going to tell you that in Canada and America, they're not sending you an email because it's just too many scammers out there. They're sending you a hard paper copy to let you know this is exactly what you want. This is exactly what you need to do. And it's either a yes or a no. They're not going to willy-nilly and send you an email. Now, for all of the international viewers, I know Olivia's up in the chat. I know Crystal travels a lot. If you guys know anything different about how visas work in the Philippines and in the UK, and that they'll send you an email over to let you know if you got your visa or not, please do let me know. She says she got an email and the email said, Ixnay on the visa A because you got enough money. And I was like, hmm, that seems interesting. Did she, what she, what she, okay. Did you actually file or are you going to ask for more money? Like, what is it? So Mama Sean thinks it's all a scam. She's like, did she even apply for the visa? Do we know that she actually went to the office and apply? Or did you just send the money thinking that she applied and she did not apply? Yes. Listen, I, I do it often. So I know exactly what you're talking about. They send you paper stuff. You have to have a whole online account with tons of security. And they send you passcodes and all the things. So they're not sending you just a willy-nilly email. That's all I'm saying. But again, it could work differently in the Philippines and in the UK. 
So Mama Sean, y'all, savage, savage. We just saw her in this first episode, and I'm going to tell you that Mama Sean is not playing around. Mama Sean is Mama Bear Sean. She's not fucking around with none of this. She thinks that Christina is scamming her, her son. She's not here for it. She doesn't believe that she even applied for the visas and literally says this. If you're playing him, I'll find you, girl, and you'll wish your mom never gave birth to you. Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. You'll wish your mom never gave birth to you. (laughs) Oh, Mama Sean, welcome to the franchise. I live for those type of lines. Sean starts crying because, you know, apparently his son, it's his third birthday. You know, he hasn't seen him in two years. And because the visa got denied, you know, he's going to miss another birthday. And he's really sad about that. And he just wants to, like, uh, let it all out in front of his family because he has to be strong for Christine and his son. And then they show this little whack ass. And it sounds terrible, but that's how I felt about it. They show these whack ass balloons. And the baby's sleeping behind the balloons. I was like, I had so many questions. First of all, like, what is that? Is that supposed to be the birthday celebration? Like, oh, the baby's so tired. He had such a great day that he fell asleep behind his balloons. Or did he just have balloons for his birthday? And then why is he sleeping with the balloons? That cannot be healthy and safe for a three-year-old. But I digress. Christine wants to move to the UK. Because she wants the best life for herself and the best life for her baby Christian, who is allegedly Sean's son. But also, too, for her other three grown-ass children. She has three other children. And guess what? Sean supports them all. And she wants to make sure that she can bring them to the UK so that they can study in the UK and get a good education. That was so weird. It's his birthday every day to her online clients. (laughs) Not only is Christine um, with a bunch of babies and who knows how many baby daddies, but also to guess what? She's still married. Because allegedly, they don't believe in the divorces in the Philippines, and so they need to get an annulment. How long were you married that you have these grown-ass kids, and you're still married, yet you're trying to get an annulment? Does annulment mean something different in the Philippines than it does everywhere across the world? Beats me. But I'll tell you this, she's still married. So explain to me how this 90-day process is going to work. Because not only is she still married, y'all, she expects Sean to pay for her annulment, and the annulment is five thousand pounds, which is like roughly six thousand U.S. dollars. Five. Why should Sean pay for your annulment? Make that make sense. 
because you ain't got no money. You got a shitload of money. He sends you 400 pounds a month. So you should have been able to save up. And plus, do you not work? So let me get this straight. Sean is going to have, Sean not only supports you, your mama, your daddy, and your four kids, but now he has to pay for your annulment of your old marriage. And then he has to pay for the visa to get you over to the UK and then pay for you and your kid and then sponsor the other kids to come to the UK and he lives in a one-bedroom flat? Make that make sense. <laughs> make that make sense. All I wrote as my notes, oh my God, he's being scammed. He's supporting a whole family for things that he's got nothing to do with. And now he has to send more money because he's reapplying for the visas. He reapplies for the visas and apparently he gets approved. So he starts crying again. They share that special moment. Christian is coming. Christine is coming to the UK. They've got like an eight month timeline for them to um, come over. But guess what? Guess what Christine says immediately? You have to surrender your credit card and all your salary to me when I get there. What's yours is mine, she says, and what's mine is mine. And he's like, of course. What's mine is yours. Fool, if you don't see that this is a whole big-ass scam and you're being scammed, scammed, scammed galore, I don't know what to say to you. All I know is fascinating and it's 100% entertaining and I'm here for it. Let's do this. Let's do this. Next up. Katie and Alejandro. Uh, Christina says, what's hers? He pays her 100 Crystal said the husband is stealing his identity. They don't know his credit is bad. <laughs> Katie, Rastrick, England, and Alejandro from Mexico. Katie's 26. She's a dialysis nurse. Um, the two of them met on an international dating profile. And he's coming over to stay with her for a month. Now, here's the thing. I don't know what that editing looked like, but it seemed to me like that month was like three days. Because by the end of this episode, he's already left back to Mexico. So I was like, you guys went into London one day and that's it? That's all we see of the time you went for a walk with the dogs one day and you, I'm supposed to believe you spent a month there? And you've already gone back to Mexico? What? That was not a month. And if it was a month, that editing was terrible because, like, it seemed to me you sat down. This is what happened, literally, you guys. He got off the airport. They made out. They said, I love you, I love you. They got to the house. He met Grandma Liz. They went to London. He complained about the cold. 
complained about the cold some more. They were on a laptop, and then he went home. What? But okay. He's coming for a month. Now, at that time, she had never met him before, but she was in love with him. Um, And she's at the gym. She's like, oh, yeah, he's stopping in with me. He's going to be living with me for a month. And I, again, I don't know how that month played out because it did not register, at least to me, it did not register in this episode. Now, Katie lives with her grandma. Her and her grandma are super close. Her grandma is super cute and, like, talks a lot and has a lot to say. Um, and so, you know, she had a lot to say. Now, <clears throat> Katie is going through, like, a, a fitness weight loss journey of her own. She's worried that Alejandra will think that she's ugly and fat because... They haven't seen each other in real life. And Alejandro, who's from Guadalajara, is into fitness. He tries to eat right. He tries to be healthy, all the things. And so she's just a little bit worried about that. Um, And she's also coming from a place where she's been hurt before deeply in the past. And it's really taking her time to get back in the market. So in the meantime, uh, you know, she's been on this weight loss journey and she's like, I lost four stone, which is roughly, they said, 56 pounds. And she chronicles her weight loss journey on social media. Now, Grandma Liz wants to make it a great spectacle for when Alejandro arrives. So they're like, shall we have a buffet for when he arrives? And they plan the whole thing out, which is, again, how I, I don't comprehend how we're going to talk about what you're going to do and then you don't show us what you're going to do. But apparently they were going to do a buffet with sausage rolls, cheese and onion, quiche, savory jackets, seasoning Yorkshires, and gravy. Okay? So why did you spend the time telling us, the viewers, that you're going to do this great spread? And especially because I know that some people are not going to know what, like, savory jackets are. They're not going to know or have seen you know, sausage rolls or cheese and onion, right? So that would have been nice for you guys to show the international viewers what you were talking about. Um, And so it was weird to me, right? So let's just keep that in the back of our heads as well. So then Alejandro, oh, I can't forget, Liz was like, so funny. She's like, I want him to like my cooking or else she'll be so cross. I died of laughter. I really, I'm enjoying Grandma Liz. I'm enjoying Grandma Liz a lot. She's like so opinionated. Yes, people need to know that. Missed UK food opportunities. Facts. Um... See, people are having a debate about what sausage rolls are. Sausage wrapped in pastry. They're delicious. Not super nutritious, but they are delicious. Okay. So Alejandro is hanging out with some of his friends. Alejandro says that they're dating and that they're in love. 
So he's going to be taking the next steps to be with her. Um, friends are like, well, how do you know you're in love? You've never met her. You know, anything that you do online is not real. Anything you do on the phone, that's not real. And, you know, there's a lot of ways to trick people online and, and through social media and all of that. And they're like, well, do you have a picture of her? And he shows a really pretty picture of her. And the thing is, um, she's a very pretty girl. But the friends asked, and one of the friends specifically, I was like, who are you to actually make this comment? Because I'm looking at you and I'm looking at your comment and two and two words, not equaling four. So they show a picture and they're like, well, do you have a full body picture of her? Um, and he's like, no, not really. And the friend's like, well, what? Is she huge? First of all, what you're not about to do, friend, is body shame anyone. And let's flip that around and take a look at your own damn self. Thank you very much. Not supermodel. That's what you're not about to do is body shame someone. Second of all, why is it any of your business? He likes who he likes. If he's saying he's in love, then he's in love. Why should it matter to you? They go on to talk about, which I agree with this statement, though, seeing someone in real life and spending time with them in real life is absolutely different than just seeing them online. It's absolutely different. I do agree with that. I talk about that on my show all the time. Hey, Texas Gina. Hey, girl. Hey. You need to spend time with the person. Okay. Just like with what we're learning on Love in Paradise you can't just have vacay bay and think that every day is going to be like vacay bay. Look at Amber and Daniel. Look at Ariana and Sherlon. Vacay bay is not the same as everyday bay. And it's absolutely not the same as only being in an online relationship. So they're about to meet. Um, he's flying over. She gets to the airport. Her um, best friend is taking her to the airport. They meet up, they hug and kiss, they hug and kiss again. There are big hugs and big kisses between the two of them. They're both really happy to see each other. And he thinks she's beautiful. She thinks he's handsome. Um, and they seem like they're hitting it off and with first impressions. So that was good. Meanwhile, they flash back to uh, 24 hours before he leaves. And 24 hours before he leaves, he's having dinner with his family. He's very close to his mom and his dad. Uh, Jamie, his dad, uh, Sunita, his mom, they want to know, are you guys, if you're going to move back, are you going to bring Katie over here and live in Mexico? Because, you know, I don't really want you to move. It's always been all of us all together. And, you know, a lot of the Hispanic families are very close like that, and they all are close-knit, and they all live together or close together, and they're, they're intertwined in everyone's lives, and they have big families. So I really understood what she was saying here. She's like, I don't really want you to go halfway across the world because, like, our whole lives, we've always all been together. And she starts tearing up, and this is where the problem lays because Alejandro wants – Katie to move to Mexico and Katie does not want to move to Mexico and she wants Alejandro to move to London or to England, I should say, because she's in Rastrick. 
Um, <clears throat> so that's going to be the problem. That's what I see what's going to happen this season is how are they going to figure that, that out? So then we flash forward the 24 hours. Again, he thinks she's beautiful. And who's asking that? Oh, Megan, we don't know yet. We don't know what Alejandro or host do for work yet. We just know so far what Katie does. And we know what Sean does. So we know what the British side does. We don't know what the other side does as of yet. So Katie's adamant about living in the UK. Um, and Alejandro's like, you know what? My first impressions of the UK are not great. It's too cold here. There's no sun here. You know, even though I think you're beautiful, I don't like the UK so far. And it's colder than he expected. He says his words, how do babies survive in this weather? He's used to Mexico and um, warmer weather. Olivia says that Alejandro's a personal trainer. Mm, I can't confirm that. I know that they said he was into fitness, um, but and tries to eat healthy. But I don't. I can't confirm that he's a personal trainer. <laughs> Harvesting the UK pound says Mama Karen voice. That's hilarious. Anyway, so he's not really big on the UK so far, and. All of a sudden, his trip's almost over. And I was like, what? Was that a month? How do we get, how do you guys do a whole, how do you do a whole month in the first 20 minutes of the show? And like, I'm trying to figure out, is she going to then go, are we going to see them go back and forth and travel during the season? Because how's, what? You came and you went in 20 minutes? Y'all, Y'all edited a whole month into 20 minutes? What? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, trip's over. They're both sad. Oh, I forgot about the little computer uh, thing. They spent some time just before he left on the laptop looking at about the pros and cons of where they should live. He is showing that nurses in... Mexico don't make a lot of money and so she's like well why would I go there like how could we survive if if I can't make money off of my profession and then he tried to explain to her that the cost of living is much lower there and they could find a place to live cheaper and all the things um and then they get in the car he's leaving trips over they're both sad about it she feels like she's going to miss him and she's not an overly emotional person but she feels emotional in this part time he's like come with me to mexico come with me to mexico come with me to mexico they hug they kiss at the airport he says come to me to mexico one more time and he's off now <sighs> now one thing that i didn't mention that i thought was interested is i feel like Grandma Liz, but she is old, but Grandma Liz didn't know anything about Mexico at all. Like she was, when she was getting to know Alejandro, which by the way, hey, Mandy girl, hey girl, hey. 
she really liked Alejandro. And when she was saying goodbye to him, she was like, hey, you know, make sure you come back. I'm going to miss you. You're great. I like you. I like you a lot. But as they were bonding, she was asking like weird questions. At least she was asking him um, <clears throat> if they had like oranges and welding and bananas. I think that there was a point there where there was also miscommunication. I think Alejandro didn't really understand what uh, Grandma Liz was saying. And so he just smiled and nodded at her. But yeah, like Crystal said in the chat, go ahead and bring Grandma Liz with you. Go visit Mexico. Let her learn and travel and do all the things because you guys are close anyway. So go ahead and, and, and bring her because you guys are clearly going to have to go to Mexico at some point and check it out. How do you know you're not going to like it if you don't go and try, right? <sighs> this show, you guys. Off the chain! Oh, this picture came in small too. Sorry, my bad. Um, Bridie31 from Rotherham, England and host from Lebanon. Uh, this, this, listen, y'all, listen, y'all. If this is not a get me my green card and get me out of Lebanon by any means necessary, I don't know what is. Okay. That being said, Bridie, who's, and also, I'm just going to say a bunch of stuff. Oh, bye, Christina. The other thing I'm going to just say off the top of my head, because I'm thinking about it, is has has Bridie never traveled in her life? Because I'll tell you, I've missed a flight or two in my lifetime. But what I haven't done in the same trip is missed one flight, then a second flight while I'm at the airport. How, what? And you're waiting for who to, to, to show for you to where, to what line? If you haven't traveled, then you would think that you would overly prepare. You would think that you would get to the airport even extra earlier because you don't know what you're doing. And if you do travel, make it make sense to me that you're missing so many flights and you're at the damn airport. And I know London Heathrow is huge and you guys, sometimes you have to like take a shuttle to the other terminal because the other terminal is so far, all the things, but still you're from there. Make it make sense. Bridie, 31, Rotherham, England. This is why it's hard for me to, to do my after shows on the same day because I just get so fired up. Anyway, she has two daughters, Eleanor, seven, Ada, two. And she met host this guy, her guy, in an online computer game. Now, on the one hand, she says that her kids run her up and down and she's so busy, she doesn't have a lot of time, but you have enough time to be in an online computer game and enough time and obviously on there long enough to meet some dude. Okay. Now, she is fully aware, she says, how can you you know, know someone you've never met? How can you fall in love with someone you've never met? Um, All the things, but... She feels like this is the deepest emotional connection she's ever had, even though they've never met. 
So she's going to go to Lebanon and she's going to take her words. A lover's leap. And so her sister Eden comes over. Her sister Eden is 26, younger sister. And they're talking about host who's old, who's 28 and how handsome he is and how she's really fallen in love with him. She can't wait to go to Lebanon to meet him and to be with him. And one of the issues in their relationship is she's a jealous type. And because she thinks he's so handsome, she sees his photos on Facebook and all the things and other women are commenting and liking his, his pictures. And that makes her really jealous. And it's a contentious issue in their relationship. Now, meanwhile, uh, again, we don't get to find out what uh, Bridie's mom's name is because again, it's weird how they do some of the edits. They don't they don't show like the lower thirds like that. So her mom wants her to come over because they want she wants to have a chat with her before she goes to Lebanon. Mom wants to know why why are you going? She has doubts. She's worried about uh, Bridie's freedom of speech. The way she is, she's feisty and speaks her mind and all the things. And she's worried when she goes to Lebanon, um, what will that look like? But she's going to support her daughter because she wants to support her daughter because it's her daughter. Meanwhile, her sister, Eden, is like, well, what are you going to do if he proposes at the airport? I was like, wait, what? Proposes? Who's proposing to whom at where? The airport that you know nothing about and when you land and you've never met him and you guys have only played video games together but you're in love you expect him to propose have you lost your mind literally have you lost your mind propose okay Krista says she used to leap her butt back home and leave that man there. It ain't safe, girl. Homeboy's unhinged. <sighs> Lord Jesus. Okay. So I'm reading the comments and you guys are cracking me up, but I'm going to go back to this. So. The sister then also says, well, what if he's just using you to get to Britain? Yeah. What if he is using you? And guess what? Yes, he is using you. He is 100% using you. And I can already see that there are some controlling issues there. There is some selfish issues in his ways. It's his way or the highway. He doesn't want you to ask him any questions. If he said, I said what I said, that should be enough for you. This right here this right here and when he started crying those cries weren't because oh i miss you those cries weren't because like hey i love you so much and i'm so happy you're here that those tears were like hey i'm trying to get this green card and i'm trying to get the, out of lebanon because you know the economy is bad and all the things and i need to make sure that you're going to be like, yes, if I say I'm going to marry you, that you say yes so that I can get my green card and bounce because everyone's trying to get out of Lebanon. Those were his words, you guys. Everyone's trying to get out of Lebanon. Yourself included, host. Yourself included. Okay. So, host says that he doesn't like the way she gets jealous. 
and um, Hassan, his uncle, is like his advisor or something. They're very close. And the uncle has seen them fight a lot and he doesn't like it. Who? How are you fighting? You haven't even met. What are you guys fighting about? You guys play a video game together and you guys are fighting already? About what? But uncle doesn't like that, doesn't like the fact that she's a jealous type. And the uncle thinks that she has trust issues as well. Uncle doesn't believe in long distance relationships. He rather uh, host finds someone close by. And so there's that. Now, her friend takes her to the airport as well. And her friend thought that Lebanon was in Jamaica. Yeah. So she's like, are you going to, you know, see Lebanon? You're going to, you know, go to the sites or are you just going to have sex all the time? And they both start laughing. Host wants to ask his host asks his uncle Hassan, you know, do you think I should propose on this trip? Uncle says no. You know, you need to really know the nature and character of a person, which I absolutely agree with. You know, love is not enough. And the fact that she's jealous is going to be an issue. And then host says, well, I think jealousy is a woman thing. What, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Could you repeat that part? You think jealousy is a what thing? You think it's a gender issue? You think jealousy is a gender issue? Let me tell you something. First of all, absolutely not. Second of all, what year is this that you're talking crazy like this and you're only 28 years old? Third of all, jealousy works with insecure people. If you're insecure, it doesn't man matter how you identify. doesn't matter what gender or even if you're gender fluid, I don't give a rat's ass. If you are an insecure person, that's where jealousy comes from. So you saying that it's a woman thing made me lose my mind. Okay, because here's what's going to happen in this season. It's not going to be uh bridey that's super jealous it's gonna be host but he's gonna be jealous for the wrong reasons because remember i said jealousy comes from insecurity well he's gonna be insecure that he can't secure the green card and that's what's gonna make him mad and jealous so there's that bridey gets to the airport she's missed her flight there was a gate change that she didn't know about uh she feels overwhelmed and upset she calls him he's irritated by her He's like, you need to figure it out, basically, and you need to get here. Because if not, we're going to have to wait a year till I see her, see you again because of his work. And I'm like, what do you do for a job that y'all haven't even met in the whole year that you've been talking and she would have to wait another year? That's a red flag to me. First of all, why does she have to wait? Why do you have to wait another year? What is your job? Why can't you come and see her? What's that looking like? Whew, Lord. Uncle Hassan says, you know what? 
maybe she missed her flight for a reason. Maybe God is in control and this is what it's supposed to be like. So she's trying to figure out um, how to get on her second flight. And guess what? She misses her second flight too. Because apparently some whoever was supposed to come meet her at the gate and didn't meet her at the gate. And so now she's trying to make a third flight. You're at the airport missing flights. You're at the airport missing flights. Oh, Lord, my God. Um, so finally gets there. It's been a long day for everyone. They hug, they kiss. Uncles in the back, cousins in the back. Um, you know, they have sex the first night. It's the next day. He has a surprise for her. She thinks it's a proposal. And again, I'm like, what? So you thought he was going to propose at the airport. And now, I guess because you guys had sex, that you think he's going to propose again. First of all, what's the hurry, honey? What's the hurry? It's not just you. You got two kids. You just met this fool. He hasn't even he hasn't even met your kids. He doesn't know where you live. He ain't met your mama, your sister, your cousin, your uncle. He don't know anything like that. He probably hasn't ever even been to the UK. So slow down. Take several seats. You have two kids. I just watched a true crime where Listen, y'all, if you guys watch um, Evil Lives Here, this last latest episode that just dropped yesterday was one of the saddest episodes I've ever seen. Ever. Ever. And so now it's on my mind even more so where you just don't let random Tom, Dick, and Harry pop into your life when you have kids. Okay? Because what's gonna happen is you don't know this fool and you're not only putting yourself in jeopardy you're putting your kids lives in jeopardy and kids come first right okay let me get back to this because i can go off on a whole other tangent with that so he has a surprise for her she thinks it's a proposal but he got her this weird random box of makeup and like a homemade bracelet that has her name on it I was like, you built up this surprise for what? Who? It wasn't even if it was like, here's a Sephora bag full of MAC makeup. It was a bunch of random shit. Like what? What kind of? What? Anywho. Uncle Hassan is a stylist. I think he does hair and makeup. And so... He was doing Bridie's hair and makeup for the night or for the day. Couldn't tell if it was for night or day, but what we do know is that they're going for a big lunch and Bridie wasn't really for it because she really just wanted to spend time with host, just the two of them, I guess, get to know each other, all the things, but host is really close with his family and 
culturally wise, you're going to always have that. You're going to have all the family out to eat. It's, it's just, that's how it is. And so two turned into eight. Bridie wasn't for it. She was pouting a lot. She was on her phone, taking her time. Um, and just dilly dallying basically. Now she's trying to have a conversation with host about, um, hearing from the uncle that, yeah, he goes out a lot and he goes out with girls a lot and they party and this and that. And Bridie needed more assurances that, Hey, you and I are in this relationship together. Oh yeah. I always forget to say that. Thank you, Mandy. Um, we're in this relationship together and, you know, I have, don't have to worry about any other women, right? She needed those reassurances and she wasn't getting it from him. He spazzes out. He's like, ah, oh, we already had this conversation. I don't want to hear this. I was like, okay, well, what are you talking about? You guys just met. And she even said, well, we haven't had this conversation in real life. Now that I'm here, let's have a conversation. Let's communicate. Let's use our words. Um, yes, please don't forget to hit that like and subscribe. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all so much. And so they're going for lunch. Bridie's running late. Host is already in the car with some family members. He's freaking out. He hates to be late. And more than hates to be late, he freaks out when he's late like this. Like, he's freaking out in the car. I can't believe it. I don't want to wait here. They've been already waiting 20 minutes. Now they've been waiting 30 minutes. Can't believe it. What's happening? We have to go. Stop. Like, all the things. That was extra. He was being all the extra. Meanwhile, Bridie's in the apartment still, and she's talking to her kids. And again, because she's a single mom, away from them. So guess what? Yeah, you're going to check in with your kids. So if I'm 30 minutes late for lunch, well, guess what? My kids come first. She doesn't even really want to go. So that's part of the procrastination because she doesn't really want to, her words fit in with the family. She just wants alone time with him. So he's irritated. She's irritated. They get to lunch and everyone's irritated. Um, so they're all talking. We see that uncle Hassan, who's a little bit older, has a hottie T.Y. for a younger, uh, girlfriend, wife. We don't know yet, but partner, uh, we see that everyone else is partnered up and apparently, you know, they all, they go out to eat all the time together. Um, and you know. Bridie wasn't feeling it. And she was, she went, got on her phone. She's looking around. She's not really participating. Um, you know, the food she says is good. It's just different than what she's used to. And so she kind of checked out and I was like, Oh, okay. The next day they spend some alone time together. And uh, I guess they're going to go for drinks or whatever. And we learn about the city is that, you know, the city is going through some financial difficulties and economic problems and there's not 24 hour electricity in the city. And if it wasn't for all the cars that were on the street, the city would be darker than it already is. And then um, host is like, you know, when I gave you that surprise, what did you think the surprise was going to be? And she's like, Oh, well, I thought um, you were going to propose to me. And he's like, well, you know, 
like we just have to put a little more time but you know if i did propose you know would you say yes and she's like oh of course i'd say yes and he's like yeah because you know many people are trying to free uh flee lebanon leave lebanon because you know the economy is so bad here and he gave some number that used to be one way and now it's a different way and and so everyone's trying to leave including him and then she's just like well are you in this for the green card and he pauses for a minute he's like no i love you and i want to be with you bullshit i call bullshit this fool said let me go on this gaming site and let me see some girl that i can pick up who lives abroad i can say we have video games in common and i can tell her how great she is and i can tell her how much i love her but guess what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take my time out of my day i'm not gonna take time out of my schedule i'm not gonna take time off of my work to go see her i'm gonna let her come to me and then i'm gonna be macho chizo about it and then i'm gonna expect her to say yes to my proposal because I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. This, these two right here, these two right here. Hold on, it won't act. <laughs> these two, I don't know. Host is giving me all the red flags. All the red flags. the last couple we meet <laughs> again there was a bit of a teeth issue with with this little scenario as well um i don't know but there was it just i noticed it so we meet victoria 33 um wolverhampton england she reminds me of what's her face crystal what's her name the one with the with the asian fetish who tried to cuss me out what's her name again anyways she reminds me of what's her face from before the 90 days ella thank you megan she reminds me of ella with this I love Jap Japan. I love its culture. I don't know where it came from, but I just love it. She even has to like she they show like all these Japanese restaurants around her and then she meets her friend at a Japanese restaurant. Like it's going to be a thing obviously. However, it does seem like she speaks fluent Japanese, so I'll give her that. I'll give her that. I'll give her that. Okay? But this whole like I have a fetish for something or I love something so much that all of a sudden now I'm just going to date Japanese men or whatever your fetish is. It's a weird thing to me. I can't wrap my mind around it. It's a bit, it's just a bit weird. It's just a bit weird. I don't think that you should just like someone because you like their culture. Like just, it, it gives me weird vibes. It gives me weird vibes. That's all. 
gives me weird vibes. Weird, weird vibes. Anyway, Sean's her boyfriend from Japan. They met online. They've never met in real life. And he's going to be coming to the UK to see her for the first time to see if they can make it work. Um, she only knows, or she only knew him from his profile picture that was allegedly from 2018. He's 42 years old. She's never really known how old he is. She's never really asked him and he's never really said, cause he's like super shade like that. Um, so the old picture that he had up there, she was like, it's really, you know, he seems like, you know, rock and roll and into music. And if you guys have been to uh, Japan, it's like very Harajuku um, kind of way where, you know, they have the street festival and I'll get into it in another time. But it, that's the vibe it gave me. It was very Harajuku. Now, <clears throat> they've been talking online for two years. They play Pokemon Go online. So like the vibe that I'm getting right now, you guys, again, it's very Ella-ish. I'm gonna I'm gonna name it. Hashtag Ella. Hashtag Ella. Two years. You've been talking for two years. You guys have never met. You don't know anything about this fool at all. But meanwhile, you just thought your boyfriend, because he because he's Japanese and you speak Japanese and you love Japan, and yet he's being super shade with you. Make it make sense. Her parents aren't really for it. They don't really get it um, because they feel like he lied about his age. Um, she doesn't even know what he does for work. He has a lot of credit cards. She does know that, um, but nothing else. So she goes to meet her friend, Rosie. Rosie's like, well, do you trust him? Like, do you think he has major skeletons in his closet? Um, because you know, like, is he married? And she, these are his words. And you guys, words are so important. I'm divorced in Japan. What does that mean? You're divorced in Japan. Does that mean that you're married in other countries? You're divorced in Japan. How do you not ask him what that means? And how do you not follow up with, well, how long were you married? Do you have kids? Are you sure you're divorced? Like, what? Then she tries to downplay it and says to her friend, well, he's never really lied to me. He's just been shady with the truth. Listen, shady with the truth is the same thing as lying. He's bullshitting you. He's running game on you and you're allowing him to because you don't ask him questions. And even the simple fact that you say in your own words that you don't know much about him except what he's told you, but you trust him. What? What? How does that, what? You trust him, you haven't even met him. Y'all just play Pokemon Go together and FaceTime. And he is already shady as fuck and you say you trust him because he said what he said? Oh Lord, oh Lord. Sean42 from Kyoto, Japan. Uh, he thinks he looks young. Uh, I should have taken a screenshot because he looks nothing like the photo that he put online. Um, he says he wants to marry Victoria. Told her that he loved her after five days of chit-chatting online. They've been uh, talking for two years. And she still doesn't know what he does for work. The producer asks, you know, what do you do for work? And he's like, 
uh, I think we should stay away from that question. But meanwhile, he says he does like YouTube videos and, and some woodworking. He makes wood things online and he does other online stuff. And so he makes his money through YouTube. Yet when you're directly asked, what do you do for work? You directly say that you don't want to answer that question. Then we find out that Sean is not even his real name. And when asked about it, he says, well, that's his stage name. Are you an actor, Sean? Do you perform in the theater, Sean? Your stage name? You've been talking to Victoria for two years and she doesn't get to know your real name. She has to look it up for herself and find out for herself. Let me tell you, if the name isn't real, if the photo is from 2018, if you don't know his real age, and he tells you that he's divorced in Japan, and you ain't know his job, you don't know where he lives. <laughs> you know how ridiculous that sounds? Uh so secretive probably selling stolen phones like jihoon he won't tell us what he does for his job he ain't told her much you just learned his name he sent her a picture of one of the bts <laughs> okay so sean says sean says when asked what his job is that he doesn't want to ask. There's three answers he gives you guys. First, ask directly, what's your job? We sh I don't want to answer that question. I'm paraphrasing. I think he said, oh, we should steer away from that question. Then asked again, you know, how do you make money? And he says he makes money through YouTube and other online um, activities. Okay. That's an important word, activities other online activities. Then he says he makes these wood things. Okay, some wood things, he puts it on YouTube and he's making money there. Then asked directly for the fourth time, he doesn't know what how he makes his money, he says. And they're like, well, how can you not know how you make money? Dude, you're 42 years old. How do you not know how you make money? Aww. Oh, hi, Rachel. I remember you. Hi, Rachel. Say hello to Forrest. Hello, Forrest. I know she likes hearing her name on screen. Hello, Forrest. We're sending all the love to you. Hi, Rachel. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, Crystal said, he also said that he didn't know how much he makes on YouTube. Content creators know how, how much they make. That's facts too. So everything is, I don't know with this dude, all the, I don't knows. He don't know how old he is. He don't know what he looks like. He doesn't know what he does for work. He don't know. Oh, Victoria, how you pick them. I mean, if you're going to have a fetish, Victoria, at least pick them better. Do you know what I mean? Running amok with this fool. 
Anyways, you guys, those are the four couples we will. So we met Victoria and Sean. Okay. Sean's going to be a scammer. 100%. And Victoria's going to get her little cute heart hurt and broken. Bridie and host. Host is going to also be a scammer, but host is scamming for reasons we already know. The green card and to get out of Lebanon. Oh, not the green card. I don't even know if they call it a green card. Do they call it a green card in the UK? I, I think they kept saying green card or passport. He's going to be a scammer and he's also going to be like um, misogynist. Okay. Alejandro and Katie. Katie is cutie two by four. Alejandro, their big issue is who's going to live where. She has a career because she's a nurse. We're not really sure what, what Alejandro does. We think he is a personal trainer. So he can literally personal train anywhere in the world. But he doesn't want to leave his family. So that's going to be their issue. And then, oh, guess what, Sean? Oh, he's getting scammed too. But not only is he getting scammed by one person, he's getting scammed by a whole slew of people. He's sending money like there's there's money coming out of the yin-yang. And guess what? He's been lying about his finances. He, he's got no money and he's got credit card debt and a lot of it. So it's going to be a whole on mess for Sean and Christine because Christine is like, cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. I'm bringing my mama over, my daddy over, my four kids over. We're going to live with you. Woo, woo, woo. And we're going to make all the monies because she mentioned money. Her whole segment was all about money, 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 money. Give me sneakers. Give me a laptop. Give me my $400 allowance. Make sure you're paying for the visa. Oh, and by the way, you're paying $5,000 for my annulment. Money, money, money. Money. And then when I saw the preview for next week where she's already thinking about going home. Yeah, because you find out he's poor and you and your husband that you're still married to can't continue to milk this poor fool for all that he's got because he ain't got. Uh, all right <laughs> you guys it was fantastic this is the drama that we've been waiting for at least this is a drama that we've missed from the like regular 90 day this last season i know i dropped off of my reviews with 90 day but i was just having a really hard time with it these people look like real people they don't look scripted they don't I feel like they're saying really how they feel and they're not like clout chasing all the things. And that's what we really, at least that's what I really came to watch 90 day for is the long distance love, but also the drama of the long distance love. And that's what we're getting. We're getting major, take it back to the old school vibes, take it back to 90 day, the originals and let's have that real stuff. Now I do love like all the other shows. Like I do love love in paradise. Um, I loving Seeking Sister Wife. I think 90 Day Diaries is good. I I think that Happily Ever After is going to bring us the drama we've been waiting for. I just think this current season of 90 Day Fiance was trash. Sorry, not sorry. That being said, you guys, thank you so much for joining me. Make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, if you're watching the replay, definitely hit me up in the comments and let me know what you all think about the UK version. Yes, Vanessa. This is the 90 days that we deserve. Yes. And Olivia says, yeah, I really enjoyed this show. Yes. 
Crystal, you're hilarious. Um, I'll see you guys all tomorrow and uh, have a great night. Bye for now. <laughs>